0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Keeping Up with Cash. It is the one and only host, Cash Money Morgan. Uh, so, this episode today is episode 14. It is called A Series of unmorganate Events, and we will get into that. We will get into that. But before we start, I just want to say, let's freaking go! My LinkedIn profile says it's been seven months of keeping up with cash, and that's absolutely nuts apparently according to statistics most podcasts don't make it past three episodes so you guys we are greater than a statistic are you kidding me we are out here we are out here we are going seven months might as well do seven more you know what i'm saying so but that's all you like thank you so much for listening to the podcast that i you know make i mean i know i'm a weird flavor i'm like tahine, like not everyone can take the heat you know what i'm saying and so all I'm saying is thank you so much for being not only great friends, great people, great listeners, but just riding the wave and, and rocking with the podcast that it means the world to me. So give yourself a little pat on the back. You know what I'm saying? Give us a button back because you're, you're impacting me and I hope these podcast episodes impact you. All right. Now let's get into it. Time to get into it. Okay. Summer was a vibe and I know we had a lot of fire uh interviews and I'm so thankful for you know Luke and Pierce and Christina for getting on the pod this summer they got they did amazing uh but let's let's get into it so I obviously went to Miami and I went to Lake of the Ozarks and I'm did some crazy Latino girl stuff you know I'm just wild like I'm a am wi- a wild cat and that's uh that's fine so kind of came back from vacation hit the work grind It was super great, just kind of in my bag with everything, and a lot of things kind of came at me. Um, I went to a bachelorette party in Kansas City, and we went skydiving, and that was awesome. And also, if you're ever in Tin Roof in Kansas City, I believe in the women's bathroom, like third stall, I I put like, you know, check out my podcast, Keeping Up With Cash on Apple and Spotify. I've had like three people take a picture of that and send it to me, and that, (laughs) that was awesome. I never really expected... Uh, all these people that I knew to be in the third stall at that at that place, but rock on. So if you're ever there, you'll, you know, take a picture. Let, let's make it a trend. Uh, but that's that. And bachelorette party, uh, went, visited some friends in St. Louis, all that stuff. Uh, definitely was coming on like a plot girl high after Miami and like at the Ozarks and things definitely slowed down. Um, you know, I was still doing my thing, still vibing out, just kind of whatever. But I had some roadblocks along the way and I kind of had to uh, navigate that, have a control over my emotions, create kind of a strong boundary. And, you know, summer is what you make it. And, you know, last year was big on healing for me um, and just stuff like that. And this summer is really just kind of like new, 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 change, change, change. And that can be really hard to navigate too. But that's kind of the whole podcast episode vibe today. But don't be afraid of the change. You know, you have to kind of embrace those things even when they look so scary. Uh, So that, you know, those were kind of the good vibes that kind of happened. Now, let's get into the UnMorganed events because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There was a few. There was a few. Okay. There was a few. Uh, Yeah, we're going to get right into it. I needed to move out of my apartment. But before we get into that, the week before, I was going through some stuff. I'm not going to lie. Like, I am definitely an emotional person. I feel everything super deeply. You know, I'm an Aries. I'm not afraid to tell you how I feel. I'm not, which that can mean so many things. I'm not afraid to tell you if I like you. I'm not afraid to tell you if I don't like you. I'm not afraid, like, just very bold and honest. And sometimes I wish I wasn't that way. Like, sometimes I wish I could just literally be super duper chill sometimes. But Uh, I just feel things at like 100% or 0% And that's just, I guess that's just who I am And so there was a period of time That I felt like I was emotionally numb And I just kind of Like, I don't know if it's just because You know, I was hurt really bad By like certain people in certain situations I don't really know if it's just kind of like You know, I got excited about talking to dudes and this and this and then didn't pan out. And I don't know if it's a combination of just like continuous disappointment to the point where I felt emotionally numb. I just kind of felt like I don't care about anything. I don't care. Um about anything and to some people they're like oh that's the best place to be you're not worried about a thing but to me to someone who last summer I cried like every day which I'm not saying that's a good thing either I'm really not but I know myself and I know that I'm someone who cries and not all the time but like I I cry when I see like a cute little dog, like a cute new baby. Like I cry, that's what I do. And I have not been able to cry. And so it was, this is so goofy, but it was like my mission to cry. I did not cried in six months. So I'm going to talk to my coworkers and I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, what'd you do this weekend? And they're like, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I tried to cry. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, man, I looked up like, this is so bad, this is so bad. But I looked up like, for real guys, I could not cry. I was looking up like dying dog videos. There's so many on YouTube, like it's so wrong. But for some reason, I like couldn't cry. Could not like I would get so sad. I can get sad. I can get depressed, but I can't cry. And I know and I'm like Googling like how, how to make yourself cry, like reasons why you're not crying. And Google is saying, you know, you got to be so careful with Google because Google be saying some stuff. Google can put you in a depression real quick. But Google was saying to me that like I had so many like emotions built up that, um, you know, just, you know, just stuff like that. And it's just saying the same old thing. Like, listen to sad music, do things to help, you know, get in that sad place. I'm like, yo, Google, I'm sad. Okay, being, being sad is not hard for me. Like, but I can't cry. I can't let myself, I guess, like emotionally relax and feel it. I think I'm just like tense about it. And so... Shout out to my uh, coworker, Patty. She she was like, bro, you got to watch Legends of the Fall. Okay, that movie is so sad. So I'm like, okay, say less. This is my homework. So I go home. I turn on Legends of the Fall. I'm a huge fan of Brad Pitt. Are you kidding me? I start watching it. I'm like, okay, this is like some old country movie. This is two hours long. Like, are you kidding me? There's no way I'm going to (laughs) like, I have ADHD. There's no way I'm going to stay up on this movie the whole time. You guys, I was clocked in. That movie, I'm not even a movie guy. Five stars. That movie literally had me zoned in for the whole two hours. So many twists and turns. So many different like situations. I didn't cry. I did not cry. If anything, I laughed, which is like kind of also psychotic, but super good movie. Oh my gosh. But yeah, couldn't cry. Uh, It was a good effort though. And so that that's kind of where I was at and there were certain things that I felt like were making me sad and so I talked to a lot of my friends about it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a social media break. I mean, I was still posting things on my like story or post or my uh um Podcast stuff, but from from me in my social media, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna scroll through feed. I don't want to see anyone else's posts. I don't wanna see anyone else's likes, comments, I don't wanna see any of that stuff. I'm just focused on like myself and like marketing, whatever. That that's what my social media break looked like for me because I didn't want to stop advertising and marketing, like not like myself or the podcast, but I didn't want that, I don't want what I was going through to hinder that progress. I just knew that. I'm not ready to be in a place where I'm like seeing certain things. And so I kind of just took a break from the outer of that. And that was honestly really great. And that was good. I'm I'm kind of like still doing that sort of, um, but don't feel bad for not wanting to see stuff like that's not, that's, that's you protecting your heart, mind and eyes. Like you don't need to, you don't need to feel bad about choosing you. And I think that's something that I've done for so long. Don't feel like if this is what you want, if you know what's best for you and it might, Hurt someone else's feelings. Well, I'm sorry. Like your your mental health has got to be up on your priority list for yourself, as someone else's should be too. Uh, so that's kind of yeah. I mean, I was just vibing out, doing that. Took a little break, you know. So then we go into the apartment, you guys. In the apartment, this new crib. It's very interesting. So I got out of this situation and I was like, you know what, I really just need to move somewhere else. I need to be alone, I need to do this thing. So, you know, so far I'm excited. It's a really small apartment, it's like 415 square feet, but you know, it's a one bed, It's got it's downtown, got some nice amenities. I'm like, you know what, this is a decent price for what I'm getting. Like it's small, but it's just me. It's good, cause I don't really like, I'm not super great at cleaning. It'll be okay, like it'll work. So I'm really excited. I pay like this early move in fee cause I got to move in early which that was a whole thing. I thought that I wouldn't have to pay the fee. So that's like strike one, okay, is that I had to pay this fee. I couldn't get out of it, whatever. So I, I move in and, like, I'm going to just say to you guys, like, I suck, okay? Like, I'm a procrastinator. I learn everything from experience. My parents literally are like Morgan and they know it and I know it. And so it's inevitable, which kind of sucks, but I wasn't hundred percent packed. And my mom and grandma came all the way from Wisconsin out me we move in and I, I was like 40% packed, but I have a lot of clothes. I could straight up stock a Goodwill or a vintage store. Like I have enough for like probably at least eight racks of clothes and I had a beautiful, beautiful, massive walk-in closet in my last apartment. And this is literally, it's like two feet. Like my new closet is like two feet long. So we just having to figure out the storage and getting rid of bags and bags of clothes and all this stuff. Everyone was really mad at me as they should be, but it was just stressful. And so I'm, I'm trying to move into this apartment and I get the keys and I walk in and it's dirty. It's not clean, which was frustrating. And I was like, please, you guys, clean it, hurry up. I need to move in, blah, blah, blah. So of course my mom and grandma come into town and they get stuff done. Like people listen to them. So that's cool. Um, okay, so they so finally it gets it's cleaned at like 4 p.m. on Saturday, which is way too late on move-in day when we went there at 11. That happens. Washer and dryer don't work. Remote's not there. Stuff isn't painted, like... Everything about this moving in process has just been straight up, like, awful. Awful. I've And it's just sucked. And then my grandma's car battery died. Shout out to Sid Mav, though, for coming in clutch with the little cool portable battery. That's awesome. Uh, so he definitely helped us out. My grandma was able to get a new battery. It was just hard. And, you know, while I was moving in you know, it's, it didn't, like, it didn't look right. And even my mom and grandma were like, oh, I just don't know if this is, like, the best decision. Like, it's kind of scary downtown. And like, nothing, like, everything is against me moving in. It's not clean. Um, every, it's like, almost every, like, what works in this apartment? Like, every single appliance is, like, not wanting to work. And, you know, like, even the battery, like, the miscommunication, like, every, it seems like everything is not going right on this move and I'm sitting here frustrated because I've been trying my best to like just handle myself and for me just handling my own mental health and like my stomach issues and like everything even though like things are going well for me I'm I'm just not this person who is like uber strong like taking care of myself is really hard for me that's why it's like no I can't have a dog right now like no um, I don't know I, like I'm like I really got to focus on me and so focusing on me and also this apartment and also my job and the podcast, it's a lot. And I just, it just felt like nothing was going my way. And then I'm sitting here and I'm like, is this what God has for me? Like, did I just make this awful decision by signing this year long lease in this apartment? And it seems like I am having to fight for basic needs and I don't understand Why? And I was just in this frustration mode and this and this. And so we ended up like going to my little Friday night spot and I introduced my mom to my friends and then we went to bed. And the next day, um, it was a new day and right away, like went to the apartment, got stuff done, like cleaned the whole crib quickly, got all my clothes out. Shout out to Eva and Preston. They helped us move in right away. Like my mom and, you know, every, everything was we got so much done that day, it blew my mind. Like, my mom and grandma literally moved mountains. It's like, God, Debbie, Linda. Like, it's nuts. And I'm so grateful, so, so, so grateful that they were able to take care of me. Like, there's no one who's going to love you like your mom and your grandma, man. Like, those people, that those are your kids. And it, like, makes me emotional now. But it's so funny because this whole week was so frustrating that when my mom and grandma came into town, I was, like, nonstop crying. Like, all this apartment stuff was nonstop crying. And before I touch on that, one of my really great friends had said to me, he, you know, the week before, and I was like, dude, I literally cannot cry. I can't cry. And he said to me, he was like, you know, Morgan, it's hard to be emotionally strong. Like you went through a lot. He said, but next time you cry, it'll be something that's really, really sad. And that was strong because it's true. Like, the fact that I wasn't crying, yes, I think I was holding a lot of things up and I had a lot of these walls, and crying was really nice because I let it all out, which now I'm like a cry baby, so that's lit. Um, but it's true. Like I think there were so many factors that happened this weekend that I definitely cried and it was heavy. And so that that was that. And so Saturday, like no, Sunday, yeah, Sunday. So we're vibed out, we're we're getting stuff done. I'm so grateful for my mom and grandma, and you know. Things started kind of happening at the apartment. We were talking to a few people. Some ex- conversations were exchanged. And my mom looked at me, and she was like, you know, this place is actually pretty cool. It's close to a lot of stuff downtown. You know, we don't really know what God's going to do um, in me, through me, who I'm going to meet. Like what could happen networking wise with the podcast, the opportunities. I don't know. I just know that this podcast this apartment, like doors open, things kind of happened. And yes, it seemed like every single bad thing in this place that happened, happened legitimately, <laughs> like, but you got to be hopeful. And I think we, it's all about perspective, too. I mean, think about this, like, if this is what God has, if this is a good thing. Why wouldn't the enemy attack everything about it? You know, like why wouldn't, I mean, I'm like in a really great place mentally, spiritually with my friends, everything, like I'm doing really well. So why wouldn't the enemy want to take away this new shiny apartment that's supposed to be, you know, just an a, a symbol of new. And that's what I'm so excited about is truly your new life is going to cost you your old one. And so this new apartment, there's no memories in here yet. There's no conversations in here yet. There's nothing. And and you get to literally create all these new things. And I'm so excited for everything that's going to be happening in this apartment and in the vibe. And yes, there were so many unfortunate little things, but no one ever said that change was going to be easy. Like getting out of your comfort zone and trying something new and, and getting out like, I felt like, you know, when when you turn into a butterfly before that, like, you know, you're so comfortable being in your shell. You're so comfortable in what you know and your routine and like getting rid of all those clothes. I had to go through my closet. I had to go through all my baggage, everything from college clothes, everything I've had for two years, all this stuff. I had to get rid of it. I had to get rid of it all to start fresh, to make room for new, and that to me is a metaphor for our life. Whatever you're going through, you have to literally deal with all the old stuff that you are pretending like's not there. And I told my grandma and mom, I said, you know what? Me going through my closet, me going through all my old clothes, I know it's there. I just don't want to deal with it. I don't want to go through it. I don't feel like it. But how true is that for so many of us? There's so many things in our life that we don't want to deal with because we don't want to go through it and we don't want to have to uh, talk about it because it's just easier to not, you know? Like it's kind of like that thing when you get sad. I, If I get sad, I go to bed. Like I, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with my emotions. I don't want to deal with all these clothes. I don't want to deal with all this stuff. I don't want to deal with my past. I just want to go to bed. (laughs) But truly, you can't move forward to your new apartment if you don't deal with the old one. So if you don't deal with your stuff in the past, you can't healthily move on to the new. And it's not easy. It's not easy. Like starting fresh, making healthy choices, making healthy friends, making healthy relationships, being strong in your boundaries, being strong, being like, no, That none of that is easy or everyone would do it. That's why toxic relationships are popular and like stuff. That's why, you know, those things on TV are so entertaining because it's it's not easy. It's not healthy. You know, like it's just like eating junk food all the time. Like it, it's not easy like going to the gym or like eating healthy and meal prepping. But that's why like when you do it, it's so rewarding and it really does help you in the future. So that is my series of unorganized events. That's that. We're going to transition a little bit, just a little bit chilling. Um, I guess Probably touch on everything, I guess. Uh, Church-wise, vibed up. Started serving at church. (laughs) Red carpet team, you know the vibes. I opened the door, and I'm really, really good at opening the door. Like, I'm pretty sure there's never been another person who's opened the door as good as me. And honestly, if marketing doesn't work out, I'm going to do that full-time. So that's really exciting. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Love life. You guys, seriously, crickets. Like, (laughs) to be honest with you, I am not looking at all. Like, I... I am not on any app. I am not really person. I'm not pursuing anything. Next person who talks to me is going to chase me. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm too busy to be honest with you. The apartment, my job, the podcast, just like friends and everything going on and uh, just social stuff. I really don't have time and I'm not even like craving it. I'm not sad or lonely, which is really good. So I'm in a good place, honestly. But yeah, sorry I don't have anything exciting for you guys. Uh, You're just going to have to keep up with the Kardashians on that one. Keeping up with Cash is... There's there's currently no drama in that field. Uh, But we're going to transition. That's kind of everything I have personal life-wise. I I wish I had more secrets to tell you or tea to spill. But uh, yeah, my stomach's been doing well. I listen to my body. So I know when I throw up, it's either about something anxiety or something food related. And I have a pretty good understanding. And so I know when I throw up, I have to cut something out, whether it be mentally or physically. Uh, But now obviously summer is over, which is sad. I I really love summer, but honestly kind of when you're graduated, summer is still summer. Like, I mean, the weather is great during the summer, but I, I still be trying to do trips, weekend trips, hang out with friends. That's why college is so fun. College is a great time. But I think people give graduating a bad rap sometimes because you just think, oh, my gosh, all you do is ever work, which, yes. But I try to schedule as many, like, fun little weekend trips or fun things to do uh, to kind of just enjoy my friends, enjoy my time. And not having homework is something so beautiful that I can never (laughs) stop talking about because it is awesome. Uh, yes, but now we're going to transition. So obviously summer is over and school is starting up. And there were a number of things I did in college that really helped me. And I kind of just want to touch on a few of them, just a little bit of advice. I got a job April of my senior year in college. Uh, a corporate job. And I have a lot of networking connections from college. I have a mentor who is a professor. I constantly am talking to like other professors of, or people who are really smart that just give me input on podcasts, everything. And so... I feel like I'm in a really great place and I've talked to my boss too and I asked him like questions on what made me stand out to hire me and all these things. And so I just want to give a little piece of advice on what I did in college and I felt like really helped me be successful. So this is kind of the back to school vibe on uh, maybe this will help you, whatever the vibe. So freshman year, I my advice is experience everything. Freshman year, I probably went on the most dates with people. I kind of recommend going to college single I remember I had a lot of friends who were in deep relationships freshman year. And a lot of them get married sometimes right away. But a lot of them spend a lot of time in their dorm alone and don't make a lot of friends and don't meet a lot of people and they regret that really bad. Anyway, so experience everything. I say like meet people, go on dates, join tons of clubs, go to the football games, go to your classes, go to extracurriculars. Freshman year is where you are open to them. Like everyone is just lost in the sauce. Everyone's doing their own thing. Take advantage of it. Like no one has joined a clique or a club or anything. And I remember I would go to one event and so I would have like three theater friends you know, five football friends, two like really artistic friends, music friend, this and that. like diversify your friendships because no, you have no idea how it can help you and like be your friend in college and even after college, you just have no idea. Do not stay in your dorm all the time and hang out with the same two people your freshman year. Sophomore year? Sure. Junior year? Okay. Senior year? Absolutely. Not your freshman year. Diversify yourself and try different things it's also going to help you figure out your major. You don't have to stay in the same major. I think I switched like one or two times and tried different things. You're figuring it out. It's okay. Like that's fine. I also don't really recommend going home every weekend. I think a lot of cool spontaneous fun things happen on the weekend and you got to be on campus to or, you know, with your friends to really experience that. And so I would my favorite memories happened on the weekend freshman year. So I would just recommend that. But really, freshman year, you're just figuring it out. So there's not a ton of pressure. Sophomore year, super fun, great vibe. You're kind of like locked in on your major and doing stuff like that. Sophomore year, I started pursuing... Extracurricular hobbies. I was definitely more kind of figuring things out and trying new things. And I did start a radio show at Evangel. And I would, uh, that's when Keeping Up With Cash was first birthed in the KECC. And we would interview like athletes and different people and go Instagram live. It was so fun. It was just a cool little vibe. But because I did that, it had me really interested in radio. And I was thinking, okay, I'm a communications major, I'm a youth ministries minor, I'm interested in radio. I'm going to have to really like seek this out. I need to be able to figure out if I want to do this full time. So that summer, I stayed in Springfield. I sublet at Aspen. And I remember I called a billion places, different radio stations. And I was like, hey, 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 you guys got internships. You guys got jobs. I'm looking for a paid internship, this and this. So it was going into my junior year. I started being a co-host on the morning show at 99.5 k and I was also being a waitress at Highland Springs Country Club. And so I was doing both those jobs And being there at the radio made me realize, I was like, I don't want to work at 5 and 6 a.m. I don't want to do it. That's why I didn't want to do broadcasting 100% because I don't want to be up that early. And that's just honest. And that's just me. But I learned so much about radio breaks, radio commercials, pricing, um, like how to find quick bits, how to find the news, all these things. That internship was a paid internship. And I had to just go hunt it. it. There wasn't an ad anywhere. It wasn't. I was literally calling GMs. And asking, hey, what do you have available? Because I want to learn if I like this. That's how I got my foot in the door. No one did that for me. So I did that and I realized I don't want to do it full time, whatever. Started serving, uh, being a waitress. And I literally love that. Like, I recommend so badly um, working in college. I think sometimes you need a break from your friends and your environment. And working outside of campus, you can meet so many connections and different friends in Springfield and just kind of open your network bigger, which has always been really beneficial for me. I remember going to like little girl parties and like all these little things and just having other friends too. And that, that was so good for me and I loved it. Uh, but yeah, so we're at the radio, I'm, I'm serving. Junior year years, for me, it was my hardest year. I just had a lot of pretty challenging classes. And that's true for a lot of people. So you're going to really, like at that point in junior year, you pretty much have your friend group set. You don't really need to go to all the events, all the clubs. Like you're focused on your studies. You're hanging out with your friends. You're focusing on, okay, what do I really want to do with this career? Like I need to prepare to graduate. So walking into my junior year, I already had an internship down. And when I came in my freshman year of college, I already had... Um, like 15 or 16 credits, because I took um, like three or four different classes, college credit classes my senior year of high school, which I also super recommend dual credit. That saved me a lot of time and money. So I super recommend that. But yeah, so walking into junior year, I one was working at a country club. So I had a lot of great friends and really good connections in the Springfield area. I already had a radio internship down and I was, you know, doing my Junior year. I only worked a few days a week, but I was grinding in my classes, which were, you know, hard. And you also go through a lot mentally in college. So d- for me, like, I also was, you know, needing to talk to people and friends. And that's when I kind of like met a mentor who I could kind of confide in because you go through stuff. In Evangel, they do have a therapy, like a counseling center, which is really great. But I wanted more of like a friendship advice, spiritual kind of like psychology guided kind of friendship. I didn't, when they're like, when counseling but when they're like, well, why, why do you think that way? What do you think it should do? I'm like, bro, I can't even decide what kind of cheeseburger I want at Culver's. Don't ask me what you think I should do. Um, I don't know. I literally, a Panera the other day, I had to ask, this is so embarrassing, but I had to ask the worker, which, sh, which she thought I should get. Like, I'm so bad at ordering food unless it's, um, like a steak, honestly. But, that's another topic. So anyways, in college, you go through like heartbreak, identity stuff. And I think it's important to have a trusted person that you can kind of balance ideas off of and just talk mental talks that truly saved my life in college. Without that, I think I would have straight up gone crazy. Uh, yeah. So junior year, it's your hardest year. And it, it honestly was, it was a tough year, but I had a lot of fun too. I was going through some identity stuff, just had to figure out like my self value and this and this. And ladies, if I can go back in time to like literally, Dudes in college are dumb for the most part. I mean, some of them are, I have amazing guy friends, but like some people know how to date and do their thing and some dudes are just kind of like being dumb, you know? So let the man chase you. Let them treat you right. Don't, don't settle for anything just because you want physical touch or just because you're lonely. Like, like it'll, it'll affect you later. Just if I could go back, let them chase you and let them treat you right. And if they're not, then go penny board, go do your homework. It's not a big deal. Like it's not. Um, yeah, so that was junior year, and then obviously COVID hit. Um, another thing is I had a couple of loans during college, and Evangel is really great because like you get scholarships sometimes to your department if you apply. But I was paying my interest off during college, so the money I made from serving and stuff obviously was like for food and stuff like that and gas. But also I was trying to pay off my interest that way my interest wasn't like peaking when I graduate. And that's something that I totally think would recommend anyone else doing. That was super, I think that was a good choice. I mean, like, uh, I don't even know. So uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of that like money guy's name, but it's just not coming to me. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna think of it like right after the pod ends. Anyways, so junior year COVID hit and that was really hard on everyone. I think, I mean, everyone that was hard, especially in college, having to come back home and be with my family. We try to make the best of it, but like when you don't live there for like two or three years and then all of a sudden I'm trying to do my homework and then it's like, empty the dishwasher. Who didn't take the trash out? I'm like, yeah, I don't belong here. Like, nah. And so that was hard on everybody. But I came back um, senior year. I had came back that summer. Uh, to to Missouri, because I had gone back to Wisconsin, came back, was serving again. And the thing about where I was serving Highland Springs is that they have a lot of events. And I mean, like, elaborate events like they would have a new member party and they're bringing in like mermaids and like circus creatures and lights and dance parties and it was so fun and I love people and I love 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 the members and I would always want to talk and be a part of these things and so I went to uh at the time Jen shout out my girl Jen she was the event manager and I said look man I am want to help you. I want an internship or something to work with you too. Like I love serving. I'm not going to stop serving, but I want to learn how to put on these events and be a part of this. Like I said, there was no job. There was no listing. I went and I asked for it. And I, I had to bug the manager, the GM. He was kind of wishy-washy on it and be like, oh yeah, send me your portfolio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it just wasn't getting done. And so finally I was like, okay, let's, let's do this. And I sent it to him and I would bother him about it and bother. And finally I got what I wanted and I had an internship at this country club. And you guys, that was awesome. It was just a couple hours a week, it was paid. I would go there and I learned I learned how to set up an event from start to finish and pull it off. and I, And I'm like thinking, I want to do sales. I have no idea why I'm doing this internship. I have no idea if this will be beneficial for me, but it's fun and I'm getting paid and I get to drive a golf cart around the bougiest country club in Springfield. Like I am no complaints here. And so I did that my entire senior year while working and doing my classes senior year was really hard for me. They got my mentor was there. Um, I had classes and I was like not okay mentally. And I communicated that a lot to my professors. And there were a few times where I'm like, look, I literally am so sick. I am throwing up like this is, I, you like, I don't know how it goes at state schools, but at least at Evangel, they're really, really, um, like under, under, I want to say like understanding, but I, you know, if I went there and I was like genuinely like, hey, I'm really going through something, Um, this is the situation, and this is why I didn't show up to class three times in a row, and blah, 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 like, I mean, every professor is different, but I had a lot of professors who just like felt my heart and knew that um, they'd be like, okay, just get this done, or like, it's okay, I'm going to pray for you. A lot of them prayed with me, and that was, that was what I needed at that time, you know? So senior year, I'm working, I'm interning, I'm doing all these things. And of course, when you're a senior and then it's the spring semester, you're scared. You're looking for a job. And there was pressure. I mean, my, you know, my parents were like, we want you to get a job before you graduate. But like when someone tells me that, I always equate my self-worth with my performance. So then I'm thinking in my head, okay, well, if I don't get a job when I graduate, therefore I am not a good child or a good student. And I know it's not what they mean, but that's how it feels. And that's tough. It's tough. And uh, you can't think that way, but I do. So aha. Um, anyways, so I'm constantly networking myself. And even to this day, I do this. Now I do it more so for the podcast. But as I was serving You know, I had a bunch of like resumes in the back, uh, which (laughs) I mean, but I was constantly always talking to people and I'm like, hey, look, I'm looking for a sales job. I'm looking for uh, social media marketing. Like, this is what I've done. This is what I know, blah, blah. And I remember this one member came in one time and I served this table. It was a great vibe. And then I was just telling them, I was like, I would love to work corporately here at the country club and at some marketing capacity, but they don't really have anything available at this time. And so I'm like, if you guys know of anything, any sales jobs, anything that I'm here to learn, I'm here to grow, I'm okay with starting at the bottom. All Like, I was hungry for work. And I remember I was talking to this group of people and all this stuff. Then the next day, he came in again. And we started talking more about my experience at Evangel and all of this. And then I remember one day, uh, this member was like, hey, can, like, I've been thinking about this, and my company doesn't have any marketing, really. Like, do you have a resume? And it was a career fair at Evangel. So I was like, bro, it's in the car. And I went and got it. And right away, he was like, oh, radio internship. That's interesting. Radio is difficult. And I was so surprised that that's what stuck out to him. Not, not my experience working sales at David's Bridal. Not my experience um, being a social manager for the radio or the country club or all these other things. It was, it was being a radio host that that kind of stuck out. And I'm sure there was a million other things that added to that, you know. But working there, so then I went in for an interview, and it was. It was kind of an interview, it was a walkthrough, we discussed stuff, we negotiated stuff, and then I had the job in April. That was terrifying, you guys, but I knew, I'm like, this is what God has. When It opened the door, and I told myself, I was like, I don't care what I have to sell or market, I'm going to sell or market it, you know, as long as it's the quality, and as long as I believe in it. And I mean, we sell tank heads, bro, (laughs) I went from wedding dresses to tank heads, and I mean, it's it's wild, and uh, I love it. It's a vibe, and I don't know what God has in store for, me for you, uh, in store for me for the future, but I'm here for it, and that's why I just can't worry about really anything in life because if God wanted me at where I'm at, doors open fast. So imagine that in your love life or anything else, like when when it's when it's his plan, when it's his plan, when it's a part of his um, plan for you, it's it's just not going to be um complicated i feel like things are not easy and things take time and you have to be in the wait period i'm not saying that stuff is easy but i just i just feel like when it's god's will and way it's, it's simple it's not complicated and yeah but to add on to that i use my event experience all the time at my job I pretty much help plan the entire Christmas party and I'm like the MC and all that stuff. And I love it. And in my sophomore year, before I did the radio internship, I was a youth ministries intern for a year at a church here in Springfield and I loved every second of it. And so looking back in college, you know, I walked into college with a lot of credits early. I had three different internships in college and they were all like, during school or in the summer, and stuff like that, in three different fields basically. So, not like diversified experience, diversified networks, and diversified, um, you know, people and information and skill sets. You know, with the youth ministry, we were preaching, with the radio, we're making radio breaks, with the events, we're working with actors and learning how to schedule an entire event way ahead. Everything was so different, and yet, everything I still use today. And so to kind of wrap everything up, that is my advice to do in college. You don't have to take it, um, but, but that's where it got me today, is constantly networking yourself, constantly trying different things, having connections. And I love the fact that I could call up half of my professors and they would answer. Um, and they would they would answer any question I need. They would be there if I really needed them for an event or something, and that is so beautiful. Uh, so that was my college experience. Um, I can say that I'm out of college with a great job, um, with a handle on kind of everything, great friends, great professors, um, just a really good vibe. So yeah, and I and I'm excited for everyone else. If any of this helped you, uh, let me know. I would just absolutely love to hear your story and your college experience. And if you have any questions, feel free to message me. So yes, and you guys, Tucker hats are dropping. Okay, and you guys are you don't even want to hear me talk anymore. I know because you're like so sick of how waiting, but the wait is worth it. Okay. She's about to drop like it's hot. So I'm so excited. Um, And also, if you guys want to start your own podcast, um, you know what to do. Hit my link at the bottom of the episode. This and this, blah, 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 blah. Also, if you like the episode, leave a review. If not, don't leave a review. (laughs) Uh, But, like, okay, the best review that's funniest wins. Like, if you leave a review that is absolutely hysterical, I'm going to reach out to you and we're going to collaborate or I'm going to... Maybe I'll get a free hat or something. Like, please, I would love to see some goofy type of reviews. Uh, but yeah, I just hope that you guys are doing so well. You know, I pray for everyone who listens to this. I, if you need to take a break from social media, if you need to, if you're in a situation of change and you're scared and it's new, uh, no matter what is going on in your life, it's going to be okay. Don't fear the change and your new life is going to cost you your old one so alright well you guys have the best time ever if you're in college and you're starting school I can't wait to hear everything about it it's going to be so fun for you alright love you guys bye